Does your dog talk to you? Do you know what he or she is saying? Welcome to My Doggy Says. Here now to help you understand and build a closer relationship with your dog, the host of My Doggy Says, Fred Haney. Hi, this is Fred Haney, host of the My Doggy Says show, where you learn about dog training, dog bonding, and how to build a stronger relationship with your dog. You'll hear interviews here with experts from all corners of the dog world, and the whole idea is to help you improve your dog communication and dog training skills and help you build a more nurturing relationship with your pet in order to be dog's best friend. And as usual, I'm here with one of my best friends, Callie Golden Retriever, who is now a little over six years old. And as you know, if you're a regular listener to the show, Callie and I have a daily soccer match. Uh, and uh, w- we've been doing that since Callie first came to live with us when she was eight weeks old. And it was her idea. It was her invention. And we've graduated now to jumping several feet in the air and bonking the ball off her nose. It's not really a hard soccer ball. It's a, It looks like a soccer ball, but it's a little soft. And uh, we just keep getting better and better at it. So uh, I'm having fun with that. And one of the lessons of that has been uh, that I have to kind of read Callie's uh, emotional energy levels, and she's kind of reading mine. So some days we really get into it. Some days it's uh, kind of relaxed. Um, But in any case, it's a fun example of uh, a little play with your dog with a toy. Uh, And today we're going to talk all about toys. We're going to learn a lot about toys from our guest, uh, Mary Collister, who is uh, the founder of WolfpackGoodies.com, a very interesting concept in uh, how to sell doggy toys. So we're going to learn a lot about about, uh, dog toys, uh, how you you can purchase toys from Wolfpack.com, and also uh, some of the other benefits of uh, working with that website. Uh, remember, there's some other ways you can participate uh, in our show. Uh, check out our website, mydoggysays.com, and the blog there. Uh, and uh, you can also find uh, easily our channel on YouTube. So today we're going to jump into uh, the whole business of doggy toys. And uh, it's an interesting subject because uh, I think toys... Uh, play a real important role in a dog's life, and I know our guest for the day feels that. Uh, Mary Collister, welcome to the My Doggy Says Show. Well, thank you very much, Fred. I'm glad to have you here. I I, uh, think we're going to have an interesting conversation. Um, And uh, let's start out by having you describe uh, Wolfpack wolfpackgoodies.com. Uh, uh, you know, what, what's that all about? What's the concept? And uh, tell our listeners how it works. Well, what it is, it's, it's a home delivery service, and you can order it monthly, every three months, every six months, whatever you think fits with your, with your dog and with your budget. And when you order a pack, you can expect to get a bag of treats, and all of our treats are manufactured and made and sourced in the USA because that's what our customers uh, have requested of us. You will also get one to two toys, uh, perhaps something for the pet parent. You might get a mug with a a doggy theme or a frame to put a photo of your dog in or a book about dogs, something that the pet parent would 
would also enjoy. And then oftentimes there's something having to do with grooming, whether it's a shampoo or a comb or a brush. We do try to get items that you may not necessarily see in your large pet retail stores. So are, are these bundles kind of prepackaged, or uh, can I select uh, individual products? They are prepackaged, but when you do go to our website and order, you have the choice of picking for a small dog, a medium-sized dog, or a large dog, so that you don't get a chihuahua getting, you know, a bone that's big enough for a mastiff type of arrangement. Uh-huh. And and Mary, what was the idea behind that? What led you to uh, uh, package it that way? Well, um, doing a little marketing, it seems like people do like to spoil their pets, but they like to do it in healthy and fun and economical ways. And also part of our business is to help fund rescue groups. And that's become a large segment in in dog items, and this gives someone the opportunity to help fund dog rescue as 10% of our proceeds go to dog rescue uh, while they're spoiling their pet at the same time. Uh, Fun. So uh, uh, give give some other examples about uh, how the uh, packs are put together. Is there kind of a system to the way they're assembled? Is one of these, one of those? Uh, Are they selected from a menu sort of? Um, Well, it's something that that just my staff here, which includes some dogs, most of the items I try to test on either my own dogs or friends' dogs, that kind of thing, in in hopes that sending out something that at least we know that dogs are are going to appreciate and enjoy. It... um, it, it varies from month to month because we're constantly searching for new items. So I couldn't tell you exactly what's going to be in a pack six months from now. I can tell you you would get at least a toy, a treat, something for the pet parent, and a grooming item. Uh-huh. Well, that, that's a good uh, mix of things. You're listening to the My Doggy Says Show. I'm your host, Fred Haney, helping you find ways to build a stronger and more nurturing bond with your dog. And today we're learning all about toys for your dog from Mary Collister, uh, whose website, wolfpackgoodies.com, is a a, a fun place to go um, buy toys for your pet or as a gift. Um, What's the mix, Mary? Uh, How how many people are buying for themselves and how many are, are buying as a gift, or can you tell? Uh, Well, it appears at this time about 80% are buying for themselves and about 20% for gift items. But it it is a good good, uh, product for a gift. And also we've had some people use it promotionally. Somebody that's in the pet business can use it as a thank you gift. So it's been used in that way also. Uh Uh-huh. Um, that's interesting to use it as a, a, a thank you gift. I, I would think that would be a, a, an excellent idea. Can, can you give me an example of someone who did it that way? Well, that we had a vet uh, that was beginning a new service, and she used it in that way. And then what she also did is she added some promotional items that had her, of course, contact information on it to uh, – individualize it, and, of course, encourage those clients to use her again. Uh Uh-huh. 
And uh, what what other feedback have you had from customers? What, what have people had to say? Well, the feedback's been been really good. Uh, we haven't had any any problems as of yet, other than people did request when we initially started. We did have some treats that were made overseas, and we did have a number of people say they really would prefer USA treats. And when we researched that, we found that it wasn't going to be that difficult or expensive to find treats that are actually sourced and made in the USA. So we have gone completely to that. We haven't been able to go completely to every, all the toys made in the USA, although we're moving towards that as we can. But even some of your big name toys are, are developed in the USA but made overseas. And then a, a portion of the purchase uh, goes to support rescue groups. How does that work? Well, the way that works is we invite rescue groups to get listed on our website. That costs them absolutely nothing. All they have to do is contact us. We add them to our website. When somebody makes a purchase, there's a pull-down menu, and they can choose the particular rescue group that they would like the 10% to go to. And do the rescue groups have to have uh, signed up with you? I mean, they're a group that you already know about? They will have to sign up with us because obviously we just can't, we don't know them all. You know, this is, is nationwide. At this point, we only ship uh, in the USA and Canada. So they would have to initially contact us, and then we will add them to the website. But as I said, there's absolutely no cost to the rescue group to do that. That's that's great. So they find you basically. You 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 don't go out and try and list all the rescue groups in the country. We don't go out and try and list them, but we do email blasts, and we're adding constantly to that list. I mean, you can well imagine there are thousands and thousands of rescue groups, and we do encourage our clients and through Facebook that if they work with a rescue group or have a favorite rescue group, to please have them contact us. Uh-huh. So uh, that list continues to grow. Any idea how many you have? Um, at this point, probably about, there's only probably about 75. Uh-huh. But and that's a start? Have, correct. And we have a list that, that we email of a, almost 1,000 now. So, you know, we're hoping to get, to get feedback from them, but as everybody realizes, those are volunteers that are running the majority of those rescues, and they have other lives, and you know, so sometimes we have to contact them more than once. Well, it's a great uh, a great concept. Uh, we're coming up on a break, uh, Mary. Uh, I'm glad to uh, have, have you here sharing your ideas about uh, toys for dogs and WolfpackGoodies.com. Um, and uh, let's see, I've, I've mentioned the website. Uh, why don't you say it again just to reinforce it for our listeners? Well, it is woof, W-O-O-F, packgoodies.com. That's great. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be back uh, right after, so don't go away. Body language, facial expressions, they're not just for humans anymore. Author Fred Haney says his dog Jamie talks to him. And now to continue the canine conversation, author of My Doggy Says, Fred Haney. 
Welcome back to the My Doggy Says Show, where you get better at dog training. You improve your dog talk and dog bonding skills, and you're learning how to build more nurturing relationships with your pets in order to become dog's best friend. And you're doing it with us here on the Doggy Appreciation Network. Uh, This evening, we're visiting with Mary Collister, uh, who is the uh, founder of WolfPackGoodies.com. It's a a place where you can buy a packet of uh, toys and treats, and some of the proceeds go to a rescue group of your choice. It's really a fun uh, business concept. Uh, And uh, in this segment, we're going to talk a little more about uh, toys and the importance of toys uh, in your dog's life. Remember, uh, as you go through the week, there are other ways to participate along with us. Uh, These podcasts are all available on uh, iTunes, so you want to be sure and check that out. Also, follow us on Twitter, at MyDoggySays. And uh, do participate in the conversation we have going on Twitter uh, under the hashtag DogBonding. Trying to build traffic on that, but it's a fun conversation about uh, building closer relationship with your pets, and uh, some of the people uh, have had uh, good comments to make under the hashtag dog bonding. Um, Mary, let's talk about uh, the importance of toys in a dog life, dog's life. Uh, I could give lots of examples, I guess, from uh, Callie Golden Retriever's life, uh, but it seems like one of the uh, most significant moments uh, of Callie's day, it comes kind of late in the evening, uh, when a lot of times my wife and I will be sitting and watching television, and Callie will go to uh, where her toys are. They're, they're uh, usually she still has a crate. We don't we don't lock her crate. She's free to come and go, but a lot of her toys are near her crate. So she'll walk to her uh, toy collection and pick out a, a nice soft cuddly uh, toy, like a, a a puppy or a camel or what the animal of the day. Uh, and she'll bring it back to where we are and just kind of lie down and, and uh, uh, gum it a little bit. And I think it's it's like a security object. It, it's like her way of kind of winding down at the end of the day. And it seems like it's a really important part of, of uh, her day. You could probably give other examples of how toys can be uh, uh, very important in a dog's life. They are very important, and I think it's important, too, to have – Uh, kind of a menagerie of toys so that they do have a choice that they can make without being completely overwhelming. I guess the same thing we would do with little kids is give them some options, but not, not too many options. And toys, as you say, can act as a security or a comfort or there are certain toys that I know when, when one of my dog grabs them, she's ready to, to really get rambunctious and, and really play. Uh, so normally that means a trip outside so that we can throw and, and chase that particular toy. Uh, what an option that Wolfpack Goodies does give you is as you get these toys each month, you might find toys that your dog absolutely loves that that perhaps you wouldn't have gotten otherwise. That gives you then the option to seek them out locally and replace that toy as as need be. So you get a lot of rotation of the toys. I do some, you know, sometimes I get toys in the mail unsolicited, and so I oftentimes will rotate the toys that I have out for the dogs. We have a a smallish basket that they keep their toys in, and I'll sometimes take out 
some of them and put them in a bag and put them up top the closet and, and get some different ones out. Now, normally there'll be a favorite one that stays in there forever, and I may think it's ready to toss it, but normally the dogs are perfectly happy with it all chewed up and dirty and, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> Maybe better that so, way. Yeah, yeah. Although Callie uh, sometimes gets very excited about new toys, uh, mm-hmm. she she uh, maybe it's just the newness, but right, I think so, and I think it's just a way to to stimulate their intelligence and and their curiosity. They have some of the same characteristics that that young children would have in in that regard. So it's good to to give them options and let them make choices and that's kind of a type of work they can do and even give gives them a little bit of purpose. I I I think uh letting them make choices is really a good idea. You're listening to the My Doggy Says show. I'm your host Fred Haney, helping you find ways to build a stronger bond with your dog and be a better dog trainer. Uh, and tonight we're learning all about uh, toys from Mary Collister, who is the founder of WolfpackGoodies.com, a very uh, innovative website where you can buy uh, bundles of toys and treats for your dog, and some of the proceeds uh, go to support uh, various rescue organizations. You can select your own rescue organization. Uh, Mary, one of the things I've noticed uh, with uh, Callie, particularly with respect to her uh, little security object, I mean, that's something that she uses uh, every evening, uh, maybe once in a while, other times in the day. But uh, over her six years, she's probably rotated through about eight or ten of those. Uh, it, it started with a little uh, puppy that, that we called Stinky that had only a front end remaining, <laughs> the, the back end having been chewed off by some other dog. Uh, so Stinky was kind of sewed back together and uh, uh, probably had uh, smells from several different dogs. Uh, but Callie was attached to that for about two years, and then all of a sudden, uh, mystically, she switch to something else and every once in a while she just switches to another toy and it, it's kind of interesting to try and think well what's going on in her mind what <laughs> why is she how is she making these decisions you know there's uh, the wheels are going around somehow i think all of us that that have dogs in our lives or any kind of animals think at one time or the other, boy, I'd sure like to know what they're thinking. (laughs) I'd sure like to know. I mean, I've got my two standing by me here now laying around my feet, and especially the, the one little rescue dog that we have, well, just loves to catch the lizard and then roll in it, and I'm like, wow, <laughs> what is going through your mind? Why is that necessary time and time again, you know, to do that? But uh, they have they have their behavior patterns, just like humans have their behavior patterns, and and I think it's it's important to let them participate in those types of patterns as long as they're healthy and and you know the animal is safe and and not try to make them human like i mean they're going to do things like that they're you know they're going to lick and chew on themselves and roll in things outside and uh, that makes them happy i think they uh, recognize it and appreciate it when you give them that space too you know when when you let them make those decisions it's it's like um, those muscles go stronger 
uh, if if you let them uh, exercise that kind of thought process. Because the, Callie just has wheels going around all the time, but I know she appreciates the fact that I sort of give her room to make those choices. Right. I think that is important. And to me, that makes them more fun and, and more intriguing even to be, you know, to be a part of their life. And, and I know I feel lucky we do have a, a fenced yard in the back. So um, if if we're not walking them, we can take them out there and they can sniff around and run around. And you think they'd get tired of sniffing out there, but, but they never do. No, there's always another smell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Always another smell. Yeah, uh, one of uh, one of my guests on the talk show uh, had an interesting way of talking about that. Uh, he, he said uh, uh, the morning walk is sort of the dog's version of reading the newspaper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. And that's true. I mean, we have our squirrel families and our possum families, and as they you know, Travis through the yard and, you know, leave their scents and all. So, yeah, every day they have to check it out and see what's changed. Yep. Uh, well, we're coming up on a break. Uh, Mary, I'm going to let you give the uh, website one more time b- before we do break. Okay. It's wolfpackgoodies.com. Spelled W-O-O-F. Yes. And that's important distinction because my doggie yes. says... Woof is spelled W-U-U-F. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, we've got some uh, uh, objects, like a coffee cup and a baseball cap, that say, my doggy says W-U-U-F. Oh, that's cute. It, it, yeah. It's a slow-rolling woof. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, we're, uh, we're going to take a short break. We'll be back uh, after with Mary Collister, who's the founder of wolfpackgoodies.com. Don't go away. Be sure and join us. Body language, facial expressions, they're not just for humans anymore. Author Fred Haney says his dog Jamie talks to him. And now to continue the canine conversation, author of My Doggy Says, Fred Haney. Welcome back to the My Doggy Says Show, where you learn what makes dogs tick, how to improve your dog training and dog bonding skills, and how to be dog's best friend. And you're doing it with us here on the Doggy Appreciation Network. Uh, Today we're visiting with Mary Collister, who's the founder of WolfpackGoodies.com, a a business where you can buy, it's an online website, where you can buy a package that consists of uh, some toys and treats for your dog, and some of the proceeds go to uh, various rescue groups. And uh, in this segment, we want to talk a little about uh, uh, Mary's background, where the idea came from, and and uh, exactly how they work with these different rescue groups, uh, and uh, how Mary's been involved in the past with uh, dog rescue. Uh, Mary, why don't you... Uh, tell us a little about your personal background and uh, what interests you had that sort of led you to uh, uh, set up Wolfpack Goodies uh, in the way you did. 
Okay, well, thank you. Um, probably like a lot of people, years and years ago, I begged for the pony, and, of course, that never happened. We lived in suburbia. I didn't understand it at the time, but when I became a parent, I understood that, you know, every little girl wants a pony, but most of them don't get them. So I said, well, how about a dog? And my parents uh, very graciously allowed us to have dogs and cats pretty well throughout my life growing up, and I always was very attached. They were always my best friend and continue to be in my adult life. I've always had at least one dog and sometimes more, so always just had a a love and, and hopefully a little bit of understanding for them. I never understood people that um, mistreat or, you know, abuse their dogs. It was always optional to have a dog, so that was always very difficult and still is for me to understand. And, of course, the population control of our pets is uh, not what it should be, so we're ending up with more pets, more dogs uh, than we have homes for. Although I think we have the homes for them, we just have to market these dogs. And, and in a way, it, is, it has to be treated as a business if you have a rescue group. Now, I have never had my own rescue group. Um, I talk about you know a huge undertaking. That's not something that I've ever done, but I've been involved. And just recently, just a few months ago, started fostering. I felt that, that my time and, and my schedule now allows me to take one foster dog at a time and try to find them homes. And I work through a local rescue group here uh, where I live. So I've always had a love of dogs. I've always appreciated their their unconditional love. I know that's a cliche, but it's a cliche because it's true. So uh, as most people, we only have so many dollars of discretionary funds. And my daughter and I, my adult daughter and I, were trying to think, well, how can we help rescues? Um, I'm kind of winding down my career. She's just building up her career. So I'm saving for retirement, and she doesn't have much to save at this point. We're thinking, how, how can we help? And this just came to mind that this would be a way for uh, us to help a little bit. And actually, my goal for this business is not to be, you know, not to have stock on Wall Street or, or anything like that, but to be able to increase the percentage that we are offering to rescue groups. Rescue groups generally are short on volunteers and money. So hopefully we can at least help them out with the money portion a little bit. We're going to uh, just remind our listeners that they're listening to the My Doggy Says show. Uh, I'm your host, Fred Haney, and we're visiting today with Mary Collister, who's the founder of WolfpackGoodies.com. And um, Mary uh, has set up the website in a way that you can purchase uh, packages of doggy toys and doggy treats, and some of the proceeds go to rescue. And you're just hearing Mary talk about uh, her uh, very strong feelings about uh, dog rescue. It's an important uh, thing that people are doing, and you're right, they need a lot of support. We've, we've had uh, uh, several of the rescue groups. Uh, we're a little breed uh, biased here. We like golden retrievers, but we've had uh, groups from uh, other breeds as well. But we have had the uh, Arizona Golden Retriever uh, Rescue Group uh, on the show several times, and also the uh, 
Golden Retriever Club of uh, Los Angeles uh, rescue people uh, who uh, do, do a lot of work, good work. And all of those people um, are very devoted to what they're doing, a good reason for what they're doing. Uh, they really do work hard. Uh, Mary, in your case, do you, do you have a, a breed preference? Well, I, I do have a breed preference. I'm as you, you like your golden retrievers. I like my black labs. There you go. And that and that came around. I mean, I've had all kinds of mixes and and whatnot through my life, but that came around about ten years ago when we got involved with a guide dog school, and actually hosted two dogs. Um, one of them went on to be a guide dog, and then one of them that's laying here by my feet is what we call a career change dog. And she had genetic cataracts and so could not be used. And um, at this point, she's a very, very healthy, almost 13-year-old. And I kind of chalk that up to, you know, good care, good food and and a loving home and and being taken care of. And to me, that's what all all pets deserve. So I I am partial, but the other little dog sitting here staring at me is... uh, Really, I don't have a clue <laughs> what she is. Uh, part hound, obviously. She's about a 30-pound 30 30, uh, just bundle of spunkiness. So we, of course, love her also. We've uh, also had guests on the show who uh, re- represent the different uh, DNA tests. So it, mm-hmm. it, it's possible to uh, find out what those little mysteries are are, are made up of. Um, you mentioned the uh, Black Labs. One of my favorite uh, stories on the show was a night when we had several people from the uh, Golden Retriever Club of Greater Los Angeles, and uh, they had uh, assembled sort of a panel of people who had had nice experiences with dogs, and one of them wasn't a Golden Retriever. It was actually a, 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 a Black Lab, and uh, the guy was a swimmer. So he had decided to uh, do a lot of swimming training with his dog, and they worked their way up to where he thought they could probably swim together in the Alcatraz race, which is oh a, a, a race from Alcatraz Island in uh, uh, San Francisco Bay to the shore. I, I think it's, uh, I don't know the exact distances, I think it's only a couple miles, but it ends up being more than that because of the currents. You know, the, the, You have to swim farther than that. So he got permission to enter Jake, the uh, black lab, in the race. And uh, it's just a very cute story. He said when they first got in the water, Jake just didn't want to uh, have anybody in front of him. So Jake took off. He was going to burn himself out. He said he had to grab Jake's tail and hold him back uh, so so he'd have enough energy to finish the race. And then he said when we did we did finish the race and when we got to the shore, um, he said we were in the first 20% maybe of the crowd or something like that. But so we we watched everybody else finish the race, and the first thing they said when they got out of the water was, "Did I beat the dog?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, Abby the, loves to swim. The one we have now, but the one we had charcoal that we had before. Uh, surprisingly enough, she did not like the water at all. So <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. all uh, they're all very different. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're coming up uh, on a break. Uh, so, Mary, if you'll take a quick second and uh, remind listeners uh, about the uh, website for for uh, Wolfpack. Okay. Well, we are on Facebook and Twitter also, but our website address is wolf, W-O-O-F, pack, goodies.com. 
Okay, we'll be uh, back with Mary to continue the conversation uh, right after the break. Body language, facial expressions, they're not just for humans anymore. Author Fred Haney says his dog Jamie talks to him. And now to continue the canine conversation, author of My Doggy Says, Fred Haney. Welcome back to the My Doggy Says show. I'm Fred Haney, your host and author of the four-time award-winning book, My Doggy Says, Messages from Jamie, How a Dog Named Jamie Talks to Her People. Uh, we're visiting this evening with Mary Collister, who founded a website called wolfpackgoodies.com. Uh, it's a place where you can buy uh, packages of toys and treats for your dog, and some of the proceeds go to uh, support various rescue organizations. Uh, and uh, I thought in this segment we'd uh, talk with Mary a little bit about uh, what it's been like to uh, start a business on the Internet. Um, it, it's uh, uh, the internet is an amazing uh, place. It's uh, a land of opportunity. It's also a land of of uh, confusion and lots of competition. You you go uh, uh, Google uh, different keywords that might relate to your website, and and uh, my experience is it's always depressing to find out how many people uh, are using those keywords. Uh, and uh, how many sites you're having to uh, compete with. So, uh, Mary, why don't you take us back uh, to uh, where the idea came from and some of the steps you had to go through uh, to get uh, wolfpackgoodies.com up and running. Okay, I will. And probably I should put in a disclaimer here that I probably started this business, and the way I did it, uh, professionals would probably cringe a little bit. And I like to equate it to in, in what's my, my other life, my other professional life. I am a certified arborist and have done landscape design and that type of thing in the past. And you're always saying plan, plan, plan. Don't go out there and just plant your landscape or plant that tree. You need to plan and think about what you're going to do before you do it. So bearing that in mind, I kind of didn't do that <laughs> with my business. I did a little bit of Googling to see what competition was out there. Um, the, the competition that I found, I, I felt that I could do as well, if not better, than their website. I was extremely lucky to find a local web designer that has a passion for pit bull rescue. And so he's gone over and above probably what I typically would have gotten for that investment. So I'm, I'm very happy um, with that. So that helped a lot, and he has given me a lot of guidance that, as I said, probably typically I wouldn't have gotten had I contracted with someone else to do my website. So part of it's been hit and miss. It starts out as, as a very expensive hobby. <laughs> You, you, know, you know, might say, I have given myself a timeline, but um, me starting this business may be a little different than most people typically would because I'm not necessarily trying to make a living from this. Not, not saying that I don't want to make a profit, obviously, but um, I'm not not trying to, to make the business huge or that type of thing. My main focus is to help 
rescue. So I do have to keep increasing the size of it and tweaking it and making it better and, and making improvements. And that being said, uh, already, even though this business is, is still, I consider a startup because it hasn't been quite a year yet, we are redesigning and will be relaunching our website within a couple months because I continue to learn as I as I go along. So as I said, I'm I'm probably not the poster child for how to start a business. Well, I, I'm not sure any business is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I uh, in my other life I deal with a lot of startup businesses and uh, they they all uh, have come from different motives and uh, not everybody is is in it uh, just for the money. Actually. Uh, in the world of technology businesses and, and uh, medical uh, businesses, uh, an awful lot of the motivation can come from uh, j- just seeing technology make it into the marketplace or uh, a, a, a particular uh, form of treatment uh, in the biotech world, uh, just getting into people. I mean, a lot of the uh, doctors are, are probably more motivated by that than they are by by uh, financial objectives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just trying to make it better or, or maybe easier for somebody. But you were lucky to find a good uh, web developer. I, that, that's certainly part of the key to uh, get, getting something up and running that, that's going to work. Yeah, exactly, because all of that was, I mean, just absolutely like a foreign language to me. That's that's not my area of expertise. I mean, I use the computer every day, but but um, that certainly wasn't my area of expertise. So I do find I do. I was very lucky. What I did is I I went online, and the rescue group that I went with here, he had done their website for them, and I thought, okay, <laughs> I'll go to him. Oh, and good. Well, we just kind of hit it off. So yeah, great. You just have have to find people that that you can relate to. So why don't you uh, describe a couple screenshots? What, what uh, when a user goes to uh, wolfpackgoodies.com, uh, what a couple, what are a couple of the screens that uh, they see? Uh, maybe you could paint sort of a word picture of uh, what people see, and uh, uh, so they know what to expect. Okay, well, when you go to the home page, you'll basically see uh, the opportunity to, to pick the pack, and that means you're going to pick the size, whether your dog's small, medium, or large. You're going to pick the plan. Do you want it every month, every three months, every six months? And then you pick the place that you want us to send it to. We've tried to keep it very easy. Um, and as user-friendly as we can, and, and I think it is, but it's going to be even more user-friendly. Uh, there's the option where you it explains the supporting of the rescue and how someone can get on our website to be one of the rescues that, that we're supporting. So it's, it's a very simple website, but there is the questions and the answers. If, about how we started and why and and what you'll get in a pack and you know how often we ship and just those kind of nuts and bolts that people need to know when they order. Well, terrific. Um it, it is a nice website. I enjoyed uh, uh visiting there and uh, I I thought it was uh, pleasant and the uh, navigation's kind of easy and uh, it it's an easy site to deal with. Um, Mary, uh, let me thank you for being a guest on our show. It's been a nice conversation. I uh, enjoyed uh, learning your story about uh, 
uh, wolfpackgoodies.com, where the idea came from, and uh, some of your thoughts about toys and uh, treats and helping the rescue groups. Uh, it's been a fun conversation. Thank you very much for coming on the show. Well, thank you for your time, Fred, and it was nice to get to know you. Uh, it's been uh, been fun to talk to you. Uh, so look for our next podcast on uh, mydoggysays.com or iTunes. Uh, in the meantime, pay attention to what your dog is saying. Do something about it. And remember Jamie's first rule for a good life. Don't bark. A wolf will do the job. 